Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. Time now to chat with the mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Mr. Mayor. And uh, some, uh, maybe not necessarily sad news, uh, because we're still committed to try and make it a live event this year. Responsible. But it is responsible. The New Year's levy that normally happens uh, you know, shortly after New Year uh, is going to be postponed. Yes, that's right. It's unfortunate. Um, but uh, the recent trends, both in Simcoe, Muskoka, our local health unit, and across the province, we're seeing case counts uh, come up. Uh, hospitalizations aren't rising as dramatically, and we hope that we can keep that number under control. But uh, Dr. Gardner at the health unit has uh, issued a letter of instruction advising uh, the public to, uh, to keep uh, Christmas gatherings to just their immediate households. Uh, and so with that in place, uh, we felt the responsible thing to do is to uh, postpone um, the New Year's levy until we have a better idea of how things are playing out. We very much hope we can do it personally so that we can recognize uh, the, this year's honorees uh, in person. And I like that. And, yeah. You know, instead of doing and just flipping quickly to a virtual, I think people are are wanting those in-person uh, events, but it's just doing it at a responsible time. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it's an incredible amount of work to go and to produce a virtual levy like we did last year, and uh, uh, and it was the best we could do in the circumstances. But we're hoping this year we can do it live. I know it is a wait and see, and uh, you, you know there's been no official announcements out. But just in terms of sort of taking the temperature on things in your discussions with Dr. Gardner and the the health unit, um, do you feel a sense that they are primed and ready for uh, for closing down or some, some shutdowns or limitations after the Christmas season, um, just in case there's going to be a, a breakout? Well, I think uh, any decisions of that nature are going to come from the province, and uh, the Premier and the government have been working very hard to, uh, to have a cautious reopening and... Uh, and I think that uh, our numbers in Ontario were some of the lowest in Canada, so that has been uh, a solid strategy. Um, we're trying to do everything we can to keep businesses open and the, the economy going. Uh, and the hope is that uh, that the new numbers uh, with the Omicron variant will not uh, will not get out of control. Uh, the province also, uh, there's been some rhetoric that there might be pushing some of those decisions down to the local health units and to the municipalities in terms of uh, what level they're going to be in terms of COVID. Uh, any sense on that? No, I don't have a sense of that, uh, John. I think uh, we'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, there, the province has uh, intermittently used local regional uh, grading systems mm-hmm. as well as province-wide grading systems. Uh, and, uh, you know, the discussion is ongoing. Uh, hopefully the numbers don't increase dramatically so that we don't have those discussions. But uh, certainly with the numbers uh, and the trends, it's probably a good idea to start uh, thinking about that. And uh, the province has been following the advice of the expert health panel. On December 3rd, we missed the opportunity to talk about something, but I want to rectify that uh, because the town of Collingwood was was big behind this. And this is something that I think at his municipality, I'm very proud of of our attention to this. And that is, of course, the Day of Persons with Disabilities. It was on December 3rd. Yes, that's right. It's the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. And it's uh, recognized annually on December 3rd. It was established in 1992 by the United Nations General Assembly. 
And uh, here in Collingwood, we've been working very hard. We have a very active accessibility advisory committee. Uh, they have a multi-year strategic plan uh, setting out our path for achieving our goal, being an inclusive, multi-generational community, uh, by identifying and removing and preventing barriers to accessibility for all our residents. And uh, so the, the accessibility advisory committee is collaborating with Access Now, which is a mobile app platform and web platform uh, so that people can search for places in the community based on levels of accessibility, considering uh, features like accessible parking, washrooms, service, animal-friendly, automatic doors, and more. So we're very happy to be uh, uh, involved in this project. It's very important, and uh, we've certainly seen in our transportation uh, master plan and and public transportation, if we go to an on-demand system, we're hoping that that will also augment our uh, accessible uh, cab service. How involved is an organization like Breaking Down Barriers involved in, in the, this, the town's response to things like this? Well, you know, we have all sorts of important community players, and uh, Breaking Down Barriers has been an active part of, uh, of our community, uh, advocating for uh, the rights of those with accessibility issues. And uh, so uh, I'm quite sure that our Accessibility Advisory Committee has them on their radar and may well have members of the Accessibility Committee who are also members of Breaking Down Barriers. Coming up is an event. Again, another thing I'm I'm proud of our uh, our community and our municipality for being involved in is there's an event about diversity and inclusion. Uh, that's coming up on Monday. Yes, this is extremely exciting. And uh, this has been, uh, you know, something that arose out of the Black Lives Matter and the local uh, demonstrations in Collingwood. Uh, looking at how we can improve as a, an inclusive and welcoming community. And uh, so we've created or a one offshoot of that program was the Unity Collective. And uh, they have been working with the town of Collingwood to bring Dr. Uh, Makazi uh, Mandela, who is Nelson Mandela's oldest daughter with uh, Evelyn Massey. And uh, she is a doctor uh, of anthropology and has a master's in sociology. And she'll be coming to speak deliver a virtual presentation uh, this coming Monday at 2 p.m., and it is open to the public. Uh, There's no cost, but you need to register in advance. So if you go to www.callingwood.ca and look for the link there, you should be able to sign up, and if you have any issues, please call the um, town customer service desk. Uh, We're very much looking forward to this. She'll be talking, obviously, about the importance uh, of uh, diversity and inclusion and how that really uh, enriches a community and makes us all stronger. Fantastic. Mayor Brian Saunderson is the mayor of Collingwood. Thank you, Brian, for being on the line with us. Well, thank you to both of you. Stay warm. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.